Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Kid Nichols. Killer Nichols. Knuckles Madison, whatever you want to call me. And you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Keep listening. I'm going to pay a visit to your house, and I'm going to come inside that house. I'm going to do bad things to you, like make you listen to the Oversell Podcast. Stay tuned. It is episode 127, and we are casting Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show with our friend Mo Deagle. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. Joining us tonight in our first ever recasting of television shows using WWE wrestlers. Should be repackaging. Repackaging. Um, sure, rebooting. However, whatever, however you want to say it. I just figured it. since it was wrestling, you know, repackaging. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Joining us, though, to help us out is another Buffy super fan like Mike and I. He's been on the show before. He is the mighty midget, the rug rat warrior. I can't think of anything else color to say. It's Mo Steagle, everybody. Mo, what's going on, man? Yeah, it's been far too long since I've been on the Oversell podcast. And hey, let's not forget that the first time I did this thing, your most viewed episode to that day. That's right. Believe it or not. Um, before we get to Buffy, I want to talk a little bit of wrestling news with you guys um, and get your thoughts on the all-in show. Uh, it sold out in 29 minutes, 36 seconds. Uh, uh, the secondary market, I think, was like less than 500 tickets. So an independent wrestling show that was put together by independent wrestlers for independent wrestlers is pretty much sold as of right now. Can we say 9,500 tickets at least? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah. That's about right. Man, is that not incredible? The f- Cody Rhodes and the Bullet Club, you know, they put this all together. Uh, and, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great card. And there's going to be a chance for some fantasy matches. Like uh, Okada and Pentagon Jr. are going to be on the same card. Yeah. There, that <laughs> match has to happen. Uh, I'm more interested in the rumor that uh, CM Punk is going to be in the building. You know, that's an. I'm glad you brought that up because in a uh, one of the Facebook groups I'm in, this dude was just insistent that the only reason that this show sold out was because they announced the CM Punk signing at Pro Wrestling Tees that exact same weekend. Right. So he thinks that's the only reason that this show sold out, and that's. <laughs> To, the owner, but I'm pretty sure it helped. It, I'm not saying it hurt. Uh, I'm not, and I won't. I I think that this as soon as they announced this, they were going to sell out. I I think this was show was due to sell out 
regardless of the CM Punk news because they have been pushing it and pushing it and pushing it on every Ring of Honor show and New Japan Pro Wrestling all over. These guys are social media champions. They they know how to book themselves. They know how to sell themselves and not to oversell it. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to be a great show. I wish I could have gotten tickets, but didn't work out this time. I'm sure they'll do it again next year. In the way that they, they you know, weekly basically would, okay, yeah, here's the next superstar that's going to be here. You know, here's the next big name that, you know, you're waiting to hear drop. And, you know, you got to give credit to, to Cody because the best thing that ever happened in his wrestling career was leaving WWE. Yep. He has yep. just blown up since then. And he's... Yeah, I mean, he's easily taking the independent wrestling world by storm. I got to see them at Supercard of Honor, and him and Kenny Omega tore the fucking house down from ring post to ring post. It was just an amazing match, an amazing show. Um, Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, He got the Bullet Club behind him, the American Nightmare, and he's Mm -hmm. just taken off. And it was kind of slow because his first couple of matches in New Japan were kind of shaky, but once he found that footing, man, his, his everything has just been great. Yeah, and and it was you know going to those first few matches. I mean, it was kind of a different style that he right, had to get right, used to. Right, not throwing punches, throwing the forearms. Right, you know, not having to work so hard for the hard camera. Instead, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, Mo, what do you think about um, what they've done with this All In show? I kind of feel like Jim Cornette right now. <laughs> I mean, as a wrestler, man, I, I may not agree with the style of the Young Bucks and Super Kicking Kids and Grandmas and everything in between, but I may not like Kenny Omega per se, but you can't deny the fact that these guys are putting butts in the seats, and for the first time since WCW, a non-WWE product, Damn right, Pack a 10,000-seat arena. That is huge for what I love to do. That is great. You know, so, I mean, hats off to those guys. I think it's great. And you mentioned Jim Cornette, but he actually congratulated them for selling it out. You know, he, he said he has, he has to give credit where credit's due. Here's what I loved about All In. Um, Vince Russo was booked for the StarCast. <laughs> Yep. And then they kicked his fucking ass right out the fucking door, and I thought that was hilarious. Did you see the tweet where Cody's like, we don't reward bad behavior? Stay yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, well, fuck Vince Russo, man. I, I really <laughs> I don't like that guy. Hey, bro. He put the WCW title on David Arquette, bro. Bro, bro, bro. I booked a... Bro, I booked bro. A, I, for me, I, that puts more asses in the seats than the five seats that Nia Jax takes up. How you doing? Oh, man. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. I booked a guy that had no business being a world champion as a world champion. Bro, bro, bro. Booker T? David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's... Like it. A lot of people, you know, give... Now he's coming for me. Never mind. Vince Russo's dedicated followers give him almost all the credit for the Attitude Era. And I'll say, I'll say this about Vince Russo. Is he a genius in the wrestling business for the time period he was in there? Absolutely. But here's one little detail people leave out. He had a filter called Vince McMahon. Exactly. 
It's, right. it, yeah, he had Vince McMahon watching over him saying, okay, I think that's just a little too much. Right. Back off a little bit. And he also had performers like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He had The Rock. He had Undertaker. He had Shawn Michaels. I mean, he had premier names of wrestling, and they're the real reason that the Attitude Era got over as much as it did more than Vince Russo was. The fact, the writing was good, but he had the superstars to take that writing to the next level. So, for all you dedicated Russo fans out there that want to say he was behind the Attitude Era, he was a small part of it. He was way behind it. Right. <laughs> and, he, and it's like it's like Mo said, it's funny, me and Mo actually agreeing on something, you know, he had the censor of Vince McMahon saying, Hey, pal, back off just a little bit, pal. <laughs> okay, pal, real choppy, choppy someone's pee pal. Oh, <laughs> All right, that's that's really, uh, you know, I didn't want to try to go into a big Raw recap or SmackDown recap. I want to talk Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mike, came my list, but don't look at it. I'm not looking at it. All right, so Buffy the Vampire Show started, what, 90, late 97, ran till 2003, seven seasons. Right. Yeah. Um, it was on Fox for a while, right? And I think it went to was, what? Uh, was it CW and C- then to Fox, or was it Fox then to CW? I think I don't know. I became. A I don't fan remember. I just remember watching it. And this actually came like when its original run. I came into it very late. Like yeah. I never watched it, and then I was introduced to a friend, and Larry, Larry Rochelle. No, oh. no, uh, friend Brandy actually. Okay. Uh, and started watching it. She she had just brought over like the the first couple seasons or whatever on DVD and started watching those. I didn't actually start watching live season until like halfway through season six. Um, that first season of Buffy, it, that's probably and the show was incredible. And over the seven seasons, the first season was probably the roughest to watch. But it had it, it had strong and it was moments. the shortest. It was only like twelve, 12 or thirteen episodes. episodes. Yep. Um. It, it was, a, and it was a mid-season, you know, as as you know, TV uh, shows go. TV shows go. It was mid. It came on mid-season, mm-hmm. and I mean, they you know they had their kinks to work out, like special effects wise. Like, right, it taken five seconds for uh, vampire faces to change, and that times like you could have gotten away from them in the time their face changed. Right, but um, uh, it had a very strong cast from the get-go. You had Sarah Michelle Gellar, Anthony Stewart Head, Anthony Stewart Head. Uh, that dickhead that played Xander, um, <laughs> uh, Allison Hannigan. Allison Hannigan has had such a crazy TV career. Well, she's had a great run. I know she had Buffy. She has How to How I Met Your Mother, uh, and now she's on uh, Penn and Teller. Yeah. What American Pie? An American, yeah. I was talking just about her TV show run. We all know the American Pie films and her stuff and flutes where they don't go. But um, so here's the deal. Here's what I wanted to do, and this may be, is going to become a more permanent thing on the show. We are going to take, and I want uh, we're going to recast Buffy every week. We're not going to recast Buffy every week, <laughs> but we're going to do different TV shows. And one th- one uh, characteristic that I wanted to do uh, of these shows is they had to have big casts, a lot of characters. Buffy, I thought was the first as the first one was great because the show had a shit ton of characters. Oh yeah. Both, uh, but I mean, you you expect that over a seven year run. I mean, a lot of shows don't make it that far, and a lot of those characters stayed around for the whole run too. Yeah. Um. So, uh, for we're going to be doing Scoobies and Big Bad because there are a ton of Scoobies over seven seasons. Uh, There's really only what six or seven Big Bads. Um, 
but we can. And then we, know, we'll, we'll just add on ones at the end. You know, hey, I yeah, thought of this one. Depends on how and, long this goes. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Mo, we're gonna start with you. If you were to recast Buffy using a WWE superstar, who would you pick? Recast the Slayer, the Chosen One. Ronda Rousey. That's an interesting choice. That's an interesting choice. Uh, that one did cross my mind. I mean, the. Go ahead and tell me your pick, Mike. I went with Trish. Okay, so you went. You're using former I, WWE yeah, superstars. Yeah, I'm going. Okay, you know, wrestling. I, I didn't keep this, you know, WWE specific either. I mean, mm-hmm. I went wrestlers from any time period that any you know company. I mean, I just went wrestlers. Okay. I, uh, for my Buffy, I pick someone who, part of the charm for um, Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer was she didn't look like the type that was going to go out and kill a ton of vampires. She didn't, she wasn't like super built buff or anything right. like that. And using that guideline, I chose Alexa Bliss. She was my other option. As Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um just because she has the look, she's got the of, look, yeah. Of you put her in street clothes and she doesn't look like this overpowering figure that could take down demons and vampires and all sorts of other monsters in between. So while I like I like Trish and Rhonda, uh, Rhonda has you know the uh, stigma of being a tough badass chick, um, and, I, and no pick is wrong, and I, I think all right, of them are right. good pick. Your Trish pick really surprised me. Um, mainly because I used all current superstars for my list. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I like, I'll, I'll, I've got I've got some surprises then for you. I think I think I've got some good <laughs> surprises for you guys too. Uh, yeah. So Mo took Ronda Rousey, Mike took Trish Stratus, I took Alexa Bliss. Mike, who'd you put as your Giles? That one took a while. This uh, one is a no brainer for me. I again, I was I've gone back, you know, through the years. Uh, and I, I based a lot of my picks, you know, not necessarily on looks or anything. I mean, I tried to get around, you know, something similar, but I was really trying to to compare, you know, their their wrestling personality, and mm-hmm. and it may have been just from certain runs that they had. Uh, I chose William Regal. Okay. Oh, Mike, uh, let's go with Mo. Who did you put as your Giles? Nick Bockwinkle. Wow! Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> Man, straight out of the 70s, AWA, he lost the title to Lawler. Now he's leading Slayers onto the chosen path. <laughs> Nick Bachman. You know, as articulate a speaker, was, he picked great as Joe. Uh, and that's kind of the direction I went with, with Regal. He's, you know, wrestling-wise, he's, you know, kind of proper and, you know, a wealth of knowledge, really, but he would get his hands dirty when necessary. Uh, the guy I chose is the head guy down at NXT, and it really was a no-brainer for me. I chose William Regal. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I just, <laughs> I, I could, well, I could see him. I could see him pulling yeah, off. I, I could see him pulling off like the excited Giles when he's like in, researching demons and everything. Right. I, I could see him pulling it off. Yeah. So, um, next, I'm gonna give my pick uh, for Xander. <laughs> Um, and I, and I was talking, I was, Abby was helping me with my picks and I was bouncing them. We we're bouncing them off each other. 
And she was like, just, you can't pick someone just because you don't like them to be Xander. I'm like, okay. So I picked a guy. It's not Randy Orton. Um, I picked a guy that has, I think, the type of personality to pull off a character like Xander. I chose Sammy Zayn. High five. That's who I chose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he has that, like, he needs the kind of pluckiness to be a Xander, you know, he's kind of goofy, kind of nerdy. He has like his stigmas about things at times and stuff right. like that. So, but he'll, oh. he'll get in there and fight, you know, with everybody. Yep. Mo, who did you pick for Xander? I'm going to reboot a fantastic four on you guys. And my Xander is going to be Xavier Woods. Okay. That's <laughs> that. Okay. Now I like, I, I want to hear the justification of this pick. It's a great pick. Tell me, tell me why he would be a good Xander to you. The exact same reason. He's he's quirky. He's funny. I mean, he plays video games. I could just see him like marrying the Vengeance Demon and having his penis with getting diseased by Shumash tribe. Like, I could totally do it. So he would just, and, and he'd always have pancakes for the rest of the Scoobies, too? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. But down, down. Especially if this is like a, you know, a newer version of it, you yeah, know. Yeah. Xander used to always, you know, there was always the joke that he was the one to go out and get the snacks and the coffee. Well, now he gets pancakes. He's got some videos and pancakes. <laughs> exactly. Right. So we're going back to Mo for his pick. Mo, who would you cast as Willow? Willow? Yep. Bailey. Who? Bailey. 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 That's interesting. Why? Why Bailey? She just has that. I, I'm, I'm thinking like season one, two, and three, like. Early Willow and Bailey with the whole innocent hugger deal, like definitely comes off as early timid Willow. But then this feud of Sasha Banks shows that she can get mean and vicious, like when someone accidentally puts a bullet through a window and through your girlfriend. <laughs> Mike, who'd you take for Willow? <clears throat> okay, I t- I took this woman's like career as as my basis. Of okay. how she she started out really just weak, kind of, and, you know, very non-threatening, but then eventually gained a little bit more power, and then, this will be maybe a little spoiler to it, but once she got to Impact, she was in charge, and she was, like, the, the strongest that they had. Okay. Maria Canellis. Okay. Interesting pick. Interesting pick. Um... You know, especially when you consider, yeah, that character in the WWE in her first run where she was ditzy and stuff like that. And right. Willow, her trans, her transformation uh, as a character across. I see where you went with that. That's a good pick. I like it. Uh, mine, I took took a wrestler. I think that would have that could, because Willow at times, especially those first few seasons, was kind of quirky and had quick one liner type yeah, yeah. things. I took Becky Lynch. I can see that. That as, was that was a thought. I as mean, my Willow. Yeah, I know that's Mo's favorite female wrestler. Oh yeah. <laughs> you like? I know you like the orange-haired ladies, right? Yeah, but I got a new hashtag: live for the moment. Live, Bergen. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Mike just did. Who started off with Willow? I did. Mo, Mo. Mo did. Mike. Uh, next up on my list, I had the mysterious guy that was the love interest of Buffy for a while an angel Mike who did you take as your angel I went way outside the box on this one okay 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 I'll tell you who and then I'll explain the thought Balor 
Okay. Interesting. Checkered past. Yeah. Because, you know, Bullet Club, all that. Gets WWE's a good guy, but he can flip the switch and become the demon whenever, you know, it's really necessary. Okay. So just the the Balor and then the demon aspect is like Angel and Angelus. Okay. Uh, Mo, who did you take as uh, your angel? Angel. Baron Corbin. Wow. I did not think Baron Corbin to be picked at all. (laughs) Explain that pick. I want to know why why you picked Baron Corbin. I just, I don't know, man. I just like it. Like, similar to what he said, it's like, I mean, minus the hairline, Corbin just looks like somebody that could probably be chill, but could flip the script in a minute and beat somebody up. And he's taller than the really short angel that Mike wants for Buffy. <laughs> True. <laughs> I knew the height would come into it. See, I think I went even further out of the box than you did, Mike, okay. with my angel. I chose Seth Rollins. Okay. You know, uh, he was a he started off as a good guy, became a bad guy, became a good guy again. You know, Seth Rollins has followed that trajectory. Uh, and I think he could pull off mysterious and cool. You know, Seth Rollins is fucking cool. Yeah. So that's why I chose Seth Rollins. Okay. Uh, right. Mike, or uh, Mo, we'll go to you. I want to know who you picked for your spike. Dolph Ziggler. Oh. <laughs> he went straight with the bleach oh, blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Explain, explain the Dolph. Hair. The hair. And he's cool. Spike's cool. He's cool. Buffy actually likes Spike more than Angel, despite what anybody do. And she would totally like Dolph Ziggler more than Sam Bauer. <laughs> Mike, who'd you take as your Spike? Somebody that loves to be the bad guy, just as Spike. Scott Hall. Huh. Cool. All right. Very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Explain, explain it more. Like I said, just always was the bad guy. Had no problem, you know... Hurting people. Yeah, the slick back hair. I mean, obviously different color and all, but I mean, it was just the the persona of, you know, he was, he was bad and he knew he was cool and he would basically do whatever he wanted to get the job done and get what he wanted. Okay. My spike, I told, I picked a guy that could pull off cool in a leather jacket, um, could have a good bit of attitude about him. Uh, it would be really fun to uh, see him start playing the tortured soul, Spike. I chose your angel. I chose Finn Balor as, <laughs> okay. my, as my Spike. So okay. I think it works. I think he could just you know put on the leather jacket and just be fucking cool Spike that killed the most useless character on that show, the anointed one. <laughs> like Just like it wasn't nothing. That's one of my favorite moments because the anointed one got on my damn nerves because they did absolutely nothing with him. Yeah, and you never found out what he was going to do. He was supposed to lead the Slayer to hell, but we don't know how. Yeah. The anointed one would be that. Who's that kid that won the titles with Braun Strowman at WrestleMania? Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas is the anointed one. He's the anointed. King, King Maxwell would be the anointed one. <laughs> no, I don't want King Maxwell to die. <laughs> um, let's see. Who are we back to? I said. I did. I, I, think, I think you should start this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Cordelia next. Okay. And I picked someone who needed to pull off the spoiled rich kid attitude, the Miss I'm Everything. I chose Maurice as my Cordelia. 
Uh, like I said, Very good choice. She, I could see her in high school being the preppy girl, the leader of the girls that you all, everyone knows and hates, the mean girls or whatever. Um, and I just think she could pull off that role perfectly. Mo, who you got is Cordelia. Well, when you think Cordelia, like you said, you think the queen of high school or the princess of high school. So I had to go with the princess of Staten Island. You're SmackDown Women's Champion. <laughs> I love that. I just love that. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. I could just see her. Oh, that's hilarious. Hey, that's money. I, I like it. I like it. Mike, who's your Cordelia? Maurice. Good job, you man. Bet, yeah. Jeez, that's what. I mean, I saw, I saw the. Just, you know, the. You know, going back really to, to her wrestling run i mean she was better than everybody else she looked down on everybody i mean even when she comes out now she does the little hand flick to the crowd where it's like you shouldn't even be looking at me you know you're beneath me and she just pulls off that that bitchiness that that cordelia did uh let's see mo you're up with your faith faith oh faith well i put a list here somewhere hold up Faith, Faith. I don't know what my list is. Who did I pick for Faith? I had it in my head. Uh, Faith, badass, cocky. I'm going to go with... Hmm. Actually, I think Becky Lynch would be my Faith. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she could pull off cool. She could come in and whoop a little bit of ass. I can see it. I can see it. Mike, who you got? I went with Paige. Interesting choice. Explain it. She's kind of the the first off the the dress. I mean, they both always wore the you know the, the dark clothes. You know, they're they have that dark side to them. I mean, just like in you know face and heel turns. You know, she's Paige is really good when she's the face. You know, doing the right thing, but she's always got that bad side. And she can immediately flip the switch and, you know, turn on you and just go out for herself. And that's basically what she did. Okay. My faith, uh, you need somebody cool. You need uh, uh, someone that is badass and someone soft on the eyes. I chose Moe's, Buffy. I chose Ronda Rousey to be my faith. I think she can come in. With the attitude that you'd need to be faith, a little bit of cockiness, but a little bit of toughness to back it up, too. What a coincidence! And um, seeing Ronda Rousey in those leather pants would be yeah, mighty nice too. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see, Mike. Let's go with your. This is going to be an interesting one because I know you. I think I remember you telling me you really liked this character, Anya. Anya was probably my one of my favorite. Like uh, over the the whole run of Buffy, Anya and Spike were my two favorite characters. Uh, oh yeah, but for Anya, it kind of this one took me a while. This may have been the actual last one that I finally came up with because Anya was really she's not like anybody else, right? Right. Um, but then I tried to just pull little things like you know, always speaking exactly what was on her mind. She would play to people's emotions to get what she wanted. And then she could just go off on her own and terrorize everybody. I went with AJ Lee. Interesting choice. Very interesting choice. I like that. I like that. Um, and and uh, you know, 
Anya was a very uh, quirky character as well, yeah. too. So AJ could. And that's kind of how she started. You know, right. AJ Lee started. She was just a little nerdy, you Nazi know, quirky girl. girl. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mo, who who would you cast as your Anya? I picked AJ Lee. Really? Yeah. Wow. You guys had one in common. Um, I don't know why I landed on this one, but I could just see her in this role. Um, and I, now looking back, it's not really that great of a pick. <laughs> uh, I, I had a few of them like that. I said Natalia. You okay. Know, pull off, pull off a little bit of the. You know, she was extremely old too because she was a I demon. Could see it. I could see Anya farting on things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, Natalia being afraid of bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need uh, to do that now. She loves cats, but she hates bunnies. Uh, next up, I'm going to give you my pick for a character that I'd never really got around liking. I mean, I didn't hate him like Xander. I just was, I don't know. I mean, she was had a very pivotal moment in the show. For uh, who I would cast as Tara. Tara. Uh, Tara, 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 however the hell you say it. <laughs> I said Renee Young. Okay. Sweet, uh, kind of mousy, quiet. You know, and I think, uh, I, I think that just would define who I would cast for Tar. I think Renee Young would just be perfect in that role. Mike? I went with Bailey for this. Okay. Okay. You know, very unassuming, non-threatening, just, you know, always trying to get on everybody's good side. Yep. yep. And, you know, but once it comes down to it, if she needs to help somebody out, if, you know, she she's there for everybody. So, who is your Willow? Willow? Maria Canales. So, you'd have Maria and... Bailey. Well, no, see, that would be a different kind of movie <laughs> or TV show that we would have, and that I'm would be casted kidding, totally no. different. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mo, who who would you cast as your Tara? Oh, you guys are going to hate this. My least favorite character in Buffy, Tara. <laughs> uh, sweet, innocent, but a very good, very cheery personality. Not the best looking on the show. Kind of overrated, not as cool as eyes. So I'm gonna go with Mel Jacks. Okay, I can I I can see as from a um, personality standpoint where she could be Tara, uh, Tara, however you want to say it. Um, this next pick, we'll start with Mo. This is <laughs> this is an interesting one that I want to see who you guys would pick for. If you guys were to cast Oz with a WWE superstar, Mo, who would you pick? Sammy Zane. Okay. Sammy Zane. All right. I can see it. You know, I, I, I like it. I like it. I think me and Mike are, I think I know what our picks are going to be. I know what mine is. I think me and Mike are going to be on the same page. Uh, but it, why, why I, Sammy Zane? I doubt Zane? it. But okay. why, why, Sammy, <laughs> why Sammy Zane, though? Uh, red hair, quirky, but I mean, uh, he showed a good, good mean with that whole feud with Shane, you know, and what he's doing right now. Right. And uh, I. I think Sammy could also pull off the um, the dry wit that Oz had. You know, just that very sullen oh, yeah. and um, sarcastic right. tone he could pull off. Seth Seth Green is just he's, he's a genius. To, he, did you ever see that movie where he was the Amish guy? Yeah, that and was, the, uh, and, uh, Sex Drive. Yeah, and, and like you couldn't tell if he was like being serious or sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, because we like to do things out of the greatness of our heart. Yeah. You know? We don't want to get paid for our stuff, like, <laughs> and that, I don't know. I can see it, Mike. Who'd you take as your eyes? I, I want to hear yours because you think we're on the same page. I'm 
I'm curious now. Um, I took a guy, I think, like from a, um, uh, a stature standpoint, and I think he could pull off some of the personality bits of Oz. I took the leader of the Yes Movement. Yes, 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 Daniel Bryan. That was that was actually my first thought. That's what, but I I changed it. Just because, I mean, for me, Daniel Bryan would have just been like you said, stature and all that. But he, to me, he didn't he didn't grasp the like the quick wit and and the, I guess the brutality switch of when he would turn to a, a werewolf or whatever. Okay, and I went with Jericho. Interesting. Wow. Because he could definitely. In any situation, he can crack a joke, hmm. and he's going to be loyal if he needs to. But like I said, he has no problem just completely going wild. You know, like like in the Omega match. Yeah, he okay. just took control. Have you seen the stuff he's been doing with Naito? Yeah, yeah, pretty great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is my least favorite of Buffy's boyfriends. Part member of the initiative uh riley mike who'd you pick as your riley cena okay. just the the boy scout type boy scout you know, straight by the book right and you know he jacked up <laughs> and a lot of people don't really care for him yep mo who'd you pick as your riley Shane mcmahon wow okay, okay. What, now what wow okay so how did you get there with shane mcmahon I had just well, young Shane, kind of younger Shane. I just, you know, he had that unlikable personality, but he thought he was a badass. You know, I'm talking like post-alliance, like, you know, it just kind of clicked. And he also was my least favorite boyfriend of Buffy, so, you know, kind of, it fit. I could see him in a jumpsuit, SWAT outfit, acting like a badass, and then getting beat up by Angel in an alleyway. <laughs> it fit. Okay, my Riley, I chose John Cena. Same reason as you, Mike. Straight yeah. by the book, you know, the good guy, the Boy Scout, the, the cookie cutter Boy Scout, right? Um, so last up, I can't think of any of the other Scoobies uh, unless you guys correct me. But I've got Dawn. Yeah, I've, I've got Dawn on here. Uh, Mo, who you got is Dawn. Uh, my Dawn is Renee Young. Renee Young. Renee. Oh, okay. So we both cast Renee Young just in different roles. I like it. I like it. Um, why, why Renee Young? Uh, she's just, she's sweet, innocent. Uh, you know, you kind of don't know she's there because she starts talking. It's probably because the camera's not there. But uh, you know, uh, I just I don't know. It just she's the only I could come up with. I was kind of pulling. I was gonna go with uh, Alexa Bliss, and we could have somebody shorter than my Buffy. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I could just see, uh, I could see, when, I could also see, like, a bratty side to Renee, where she could totally get on Ronda Rousey's nerves, and she would totally, lo- like, love Dolph Ziggler, who's my spike. <laughs> it goes great. In Mike, your face, Dino does. Mike, who you got is Dawn. I went with someone, again, kind of went through a, a decent story arc. Uh, when she first came on the scene... Television wise, she was very weak. Everybody was, you know, all the good guys were having to look after her, but she was always getting picked on by everybody else. Never, she always told that she just couldn't do anything, but eventually, you know, gained her own confidence and 
not necessarily power, but she she became powerful in her own right. She she became a a, a small force. But I went with Allie from Impact. Okay. Cherry Bomb. Okay. So you went outside the WWE, which you've yeah. done. Technically, you've done twice. Okay. Uh, I I really st- I stuck with nothing but WWE stars. We get. We, It'd be interesting to like to try to do these with like New Japan stars. Some of these, so um, I chose uh, for my dawn someone um, uh, innocent, sweet, caring, but yet could probably be like an annoying little sister. I chose Bailey as my dawn. Okay. I went back and forth with those two. You know, Bailey has a lot of characteristics you could you put as some of these different as characters. Multiple characters, yeah. yeah. Um, so, any other, uh, any other Scoobies? Did we miss any? I don't think we did. Jesse? Jesse was a bitch Scooby slash villain. Yeah, he didn't really last. Um, I, I think, about, I mean, about, in, in, uh, oh, who was the other watcher? Wesley. Wesley. Uh, hmm. <coughs> I don't know. Uh, that would be, like, I w- I would save Wesley for Angel because he's on Angel also. Okay, yeah, well, I think he has more of a presence on yeah. Angel, right? He's a bigger character over there. Okay, Kendra, the vampire slayer. Kendra. Oh, she was the one that was before Faith, right? Right. Yes. Oh, I have no idea. Naomi. Sorry. I mean, yeah, Naomi. I mean, Naomi. Just, yeah, okay. <laughs> just right off the bat, yeah, yeah Naomi. Uh, if you want to go a little different path, Sonya Deville, maybe. Ooh. Okay. I, I can't sound with somebody else, but... All right, all right. So now we're going to move on to uh, the big bads, which were the major villains of every season. Um, I guess we kind of did the first evil, because the first evil took the... For most of the time you saw her, it was whoever our Buffy was, that was going to be our first evil. That was just the incarnation we took. Well, I figured if we were going to do first evil, you know, the whole... It could be anybody, you know, that was... A former presence, basically. I was going to say Eugene. Because <laughs> that's uh, what he did. He came out and he was other people. Oh, man. I was just going to phone it in and say the first evil was the evil, the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off with season one, Big Bad, the master. Um, Mike, who did you take? Honestly, I don't know if this would work at all, but I just still feel bad because he always gets shit on and you, he deserves so much better. So I wanted him to be a, a big presence. Bray Wyatt. Okay. Okay. Mo, who did you take as the master? Eric Bischoff. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Explain Eric Bischoff. Oh, man. He, uh, he just got that oil where you hate him. But if you look at his his the prime of the NWA and WCW, he had that uh, that charisma that the master had. I could see him being very. I could see him giving uh, Ronda Rousey a run for money. Okay. Because the master was kind of arrogant, like to a fault. Obviously, he, he died. <laughs> I, I, I'm now picturing like the master cutting Eric Bischoff promo. Come on, Vince. Ring my scrawny little neck. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I chose for my master, I chose, and I think he has. He also has the charisma to pull off the master. And now I'm going to do my impression of him talking as the master. 
Hey, pal, the harvest has started. <laughs> Vinny Mac, mainly because, you know, he's he's an, an older vampire. You know, he uh, the Order of Aurelius, right, wasn't he? And, I mean, he was around for... Years he was, was he a direct was he an old one or was he a direct descendant of an old one or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was it so, was one of those. Yeah, I took that because um, I mean that's why he looked like that. He you know it was before they were actually tainted by humans or whatever. And I mean that's just his face is how he looked all mm-hmm. the time. So that's why I chose Vince. Um, who we start with that time? Do we start with you, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to season two, I think. And Mo, who would you, who would be your mayor Wilkins? Well, two would oh, be Drusilla. Yeah. Wilkins okay. was three. Oh, okay, well we'll go we'll go with Drusilla then. Who would be your Drusilla? Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville. Okay. <clears throat> what about Sonia Deville? Makes you think she'd be a good Drusilla? Oh, just the, the look. Like as soon as I as soon as I thinking Drusilla, she popped in my head. She's she's cute. Just like you said, but she's very vicious unless she's fighting Randy Rousey. And uh, uh, I could see Drusilla going, Oh, Spike and Charlie. What's her little thing? Um, tie up and glow up or something? Whatever it is. But, uh, I, just, I just like it. She kind of fits a very similar look to Drusilla. Okay, yeah. I'll go. I'm gonna go next with my Drusilla. I chose um, it's a lot of its look, some of it is personality and her accent. I chose Paige as my Drusilla. I can see that. Um, I, I mean, like I said, she's from England. Um, she has a very gothic look to her, mm-hmm. and it would be fun seeing her talk some of the creep. Say, just say some of the creepy shit that Paige would. I mean, that Drusilla that would say. Drew would say, yeah. Uh, Mike, could you take us, Drew? I. Once again, went outside of WWE for this one. I went with Rosemary. I've, I had a, as soon as you said, it, I was like, he's gonna say Rosemary because she has that that creepiness to her now, and you know she she says the things that Drusilla would say, you know, on the show. I mean, that's that's how she cuts promos now, and I think that would just be. I mean, like as soon as we you told me about this list and we started naming off people, that immediate that was the first one I wrote down. Okay. Uh, next up now is Mayor Wilkins. Correct. All right, no Drusilla, no not Drew, but Darla. Huh? Darla. Oh, Darla. Yeah. Darla. Um, I didn't. Cons- she wasn't really a big bad um, to <clears throat> me. Um, but we'll, we can get to her maybe after we go through the big bads. We can talk about some other miscellaneous characters we could have come in. But we're gonna go with uh, into Mayor Wilkins. I'll go ahead and go first now. I think it would be a lot of fun to see how this guy that I picked to pull it off, but I think he could pull off being kind of a goofy, nice guy, but yet when it comes down to it, being an extreme asshole too. Mm -hmm. I chose The Miz to play (laughs) as my Mayor Wilkins. I think it would just be fun seeing him, hey, you want to go get some ice cream? You know, I could just see him being that side of the Mayor Wilkins. Mo, who did you take as Mayor Wilkins? Paul Heyman. Oh, okay, okay. I'm there with you. That's who I chose. Oh, you chose Paul Heyman, I too. Chose Paul okay. Heyman. Well, explain to me what you guys like about Paul Heyman being the mayor. All right, so you could, just like you said, I could totally see Paul Paul Heyman going, Oh, Bucky, so you like Brock Lesnar, do you? Oh, I like Brock Lesnar, do you? I like Brock Lesnar a lot. Brock, get him! <laughs> <laughs> or actually, it would be more like, Faith, 
Go get her. <laughs> Uh, Mike, what did you? What about you and Paul Heyman? Well, basically, you know, Paul Heyman, you know, he's he's the slimy kind of manager. You know, he's he does all the talking. He's you know kind of behind the scenes. You you can tell he's kind of out for himself to make himself look good, and you know he kind of wants the power, but he's gonna have everybody else do all do everything for him. You know, he's going to have somebody else's the muscle, and then he's going to reap the rewards afterwards. See, and that's kind of like what the Miz did with the Miz Taraj, too. So right. that's why I chose them. Um, let's see. Who's, I started that one off. Mo, we'll go into season four now. Not the best villain on the show, no. but we have Adam. Mo, who'd you cast as your Adam? My Adam is Sid Vicious, <laughs> the okay. ruler of the world. And he's got half the brains to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Um, what what else about Sid Vicious? Um, perfect Adam, right? Big, strong, imposing. But uh, as we saw, how he was defeated. No spoilers. Anybody that listens to this and wants to go watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> well, yeah, you could probably yeah spoil. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert, it took a lot to beat Adam. Yeah, and there really shouldn't be need for spoiler alert for a show that ended 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> so don't feel, don't be afraid of the spoilers, Mo. Uh, Mike? You can watch you while I had to go watch some Kennedy voice. Mike, who would you take as your Adam? I chose someone that nobody has thought of in years. Okay. But... You know, Adam, like I said, was probably the least favorite of any of the villains. Yep. He was basically, you know, part robot, part, demon, you know, demon, demon part human. human. I mean, he was, basically, he was just a walking machine, real monotone, and, but when he went in there, he got the job done. Vladimir Kozlov. Wow. What? That's a hell of a pull. <laughs> oh, my I God. I love vampires now. Oh my god, that is awesome. I like that. Yeah. Um for my Adam, I took a guy that is not really endearing to a lot of fans at certain times. Um he has the uh uh the build for it. And I think he would deliver Adam perfectly. Mother. Uh, <laughs> we got to destroy the world. Uh, I chose Triple H as my Adam. I just think it, with the build, and you know Triple H is going to be involved in this show somewhere. Probably. He, would, he, would he runs it. it. Okay, so that brings us to the season five Big Bad. Which was my favorite. Which was one of the best Big Bads, second best Big Bad, I think, on this show. Um, we're going to go with Glorificus, or Glory. Mike, who did you pick as your Glory? For me, it was an obvious choice. You go with the goddess, Bliss. You chose Alexa Bliss as yep. your glory. Okay. So why? She's, I mean, think she's better than everybody else. She wants everything handed to her. She she doesn't really want to do anything for herself. You know, she always wants somebody else to kind of get it done, and then she comes in at the end. But when she does get in there, she's a force to be reckoned with. And the whole goddess gimmick that she has going, it, it immediately clicked in my head. Okay. Mo, who did you take as your... Glorificus or glory? So, 
Glory is my favorite villain in Buffy because she was gorgeous and petite and tiny. And when you first saw her, when you first saw her in the first episode she came in, you thought Buffy was about to whoop that. You know, who <laughs> whoop for? You know, and then she just that door smashes on him. It's this little, tiny, gorgeous, beautiful woman that hands the flare ass. So when I think Tiny doesn't look like she'd be much of a threat, I have to go with Liv Morgan. Who'd you say? Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. That's okay. A, okay. That's an interesting pick. That's outside the box. I kind of went in the direction Mike was, except hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, hey, you, you, you cut off my punchline. So <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you guess um, Glory, I would love, I think it would be the funniest thing in the world to see Glory turn into Kevin Owens. <laughs> so, so you're taking, so you're, you're, you're casting your Benjamin or Ben, Ben, yeah, as Kevin Owens. Yes. Okay. Um, for my glory, I kind of went the route Mike went, except my goddess is a little more golden, and I think she okay. could pull off the sassiness of this character, um, and the goofy side of it, and then the ass kicking side of it. I chose Mandy Rose. Okay. As my I glory, can see that. Uh, she just. I think from the looks aspect of it and her the character aspect of it, she would nail both parts. Now, this is where it gets fun because now we're at uh, I, the next big bad I have on my list. This was my favorite big bad. He was only around for a couple episodes, but he had such an impact on both the show and like... And eyeballs. And eyeballs and, <laughs> and, and, and just the charisma of this character. And it was and part of the main reason for it, the reason it was so awesome is the actor that played it, Nathan right. Fillion. Absolutely. Caleb. Mo, who would you cast as your Caleb? My Caleb. Uh, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Whoa. Okay. Oh, wow. Now, what? what how did you get to Cody Rhodes? I, I want to know because that's, that's a good pick. I like it. Because just like Caleb, the way they introduced him, he was this nice, dashing, handsome preacher dude. And we all know that Cody can be dashing. And then, you know, he whips out eyeballs. And, you know, Cody kind of whipped the heart and said, I'm going to go to the for a little while. <laughs> you know, he's doing, he's, he's all in. So I'm going to go all in with my pick. Okay. <laughs> Mike, he got, he got his Caleb. I went with someone who, again, like Caleb, just knew in his in his mind that he was better than everybody else, and he didn't care what he said to people. He was going to tell you exactly what he what he thought, you know, what was on his mind, and then he would, you know, physically just he would go to any length to to get his goal. Basically, I went with the Miz. Wow. I like it. I like it. Because he would talk the trash. And, I mean, he, you know, Caleb cut great promos, if you consider it. And the charisma that Caleb had on that show was like nothing else. Mm -hmm. You know, because when you first get in that car, he just starts talking. It's like, man, this guy's just fucking cool. And then, Uh, oh my God, this dude is a fucking savage. (laughs) (laughs) With, With that being said, I could see this guy pulling off jeans 
and the collar, the white collared shirt. Um, my favorite character in Buffy, my favorite wrestler in the world. I chose Chris Jericho <laughs> as my Kate. I can see it. I I could just see him. I could see him just. You know, being nice, it's, you know, I, we've seen Chris Jericho at his nicest, but then I think he has the charisma to pull off the stuff that Caleb would say, mm-hmm. you know. You guys pissed off. Can I change my code? <laughs> who, did you, who do you want to change it to? I know, because you guys, excellent points that the, the car, you know, very, you know, comfortable, approachable, you know, you could just, you could sit down and have a conversation with them. And then the religious overtones of the whole thing about quoting scripture and all this stuff might be a wild card, might be a little bit early, but I'm going to have to go with my second favorite body in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'll also pick my favorite wrestler of all time besides myself, the heartbreak kid Sean Michael. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. That's it. Yeah, and I could see him, you know, he's born-again Christian and him uh, quoting that and qu- quoting biblical passages stuff like that so yeah i could see it working so that's let's just go through and i had you know another one here uh you know season six kind of had two big bads it had caleb in the first no season six yeah the trio and then you had dark willow which willow that's we don't have to go with that right uh with the trio i went for you know you had to have one person that was kind of the leader, like Warren, and then the other two that were just jokesters and, you know, never really got it, I, but they wanted it. I think we're going in the same direction. I don't know. Go ahead. I'm going with Team Eck. Edge, Christian, and Kurt. Oh, wow. No, I didn't get there at all. <laughs> Mo, if you... Uh, we got, we can go through some other characters like that. Mo, who would you book as your trio? My trio, well, Warren, the leader. I would have to go with. I'll I'll give Cody Rhodes the spot in my remake anyway. Cody Rhodes would be there. Jonathan, uh, small, petite, you know, innocent, not really as bad as the other two. Kind of went around with the thing, so I'm going to go with X Pac. (laughs) (laughs) We got Cody Rhodes, X Pac, and then Andrew. Dorky, quirky. I loved him in season seven. So my Andrew would be Daniel Bryan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you can imagine Cody, X, Pac, and Bryan. I would just pick three crazy guys to be my trio. I'd choose a new day. Yeah, I thought of that too. (laughs) Which one would be Jonathan would be interesting because, or yeah, all three of them would be. Warren was such a dick. Um, and the other two cool and just quirky Um, let's go to Darla who would you guys pick to be Darla Uh, let's go to Mo first because he he brought her up already right right my Darla is Stephanie McMahon interesting pick good a good pick you know um, when we're first introduced to Darla you know it's it's great the swerve Buffy took right off the bat because you think the guy is going to um eat the girl yeah you think the guy's the vampire and then quickly they turn the tables on you and darla's the vampire and that just set the tone for the whole show and that that was my motivation no pun intended because (laughs) if you go back to 1999 everybody thought triple h 
was going to be the big bad guy to put down Vincent Man, and it wound up being Stephanie. That's a good. That's a good pick, Mike. Who would you pick? I, I like the Stephanie pick. I like it too. Uh, I'm kind of torn because. You know, Darla's great, but she didn't have that big of a role in Buffy. Right. You know, she's she Her, came back in Angel, and, you know, that was a, a great story there. Um, but going just off of how she was in in Buffy, those few episodes, um, now I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Mo. I'm going to, I'm going to say Stephanie. Um, I, I would want a woman that's a little more imposing to be my Darla because she she was a that she had a lot of confidence in herself. Yeah. Um the master said wanted something done and she's like, "All right, I'm just going to do it and finish it." You know, she had that confidence. So, if I were going to pick my Darla, I'd pick Charlotte Flair. Okay. You know, the queen, she has the charisma for it um and everything. Let's go to another order of Aurelius member. Let's go with Luke, the vessel. You are my vessel this evening. Every kill you make will come to me. Who he was, he, and that, that actor actually played two different villains yeah, in he the was, show. Was he Rack as well? No, he was, uh... Or who's the other vampire? No, he was the one that they they destroyed with the uh, the rocket launcher. Judge, the judge. The judge, yeah. Okay. He was the judge and Luke. Uh, For my Luke, huh, man, it, you know, he's he's kind of an imposing dude. He gave Buffy... A good fight. Um, not, you know, he's built pretty good. Uh, oh, man, I don't know. You, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. Every kill you make will be a kill for me. You could kind of, if you know, that, Shane McMahon is my Luke. <laughs> okay. Because my master was Vince. Shane is his vessel. Okay. Uh, Mo? Mo, you want to give your, give us your Luke? Well, by that philosophy, if my master is Eric Bischoff, I guess my vessel would have to be Kevin Nash. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Very physically imposing. Um, big dude, big strong dude. Mike, who would you pick? For some reason, I I want to say Batista. Who's your Who's your Luke, or who was your master? Uh, master was Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. I mean, also Luke Harper. Yeah, Eric, Luke. Luke Harper. I mean, you mean Luke Harper. He's already Luke. You don't have to change or the Bra- name. Or Braun was for a while was with yeah. Bray. Um, it, it, let's. We can kind of go. We're about. I, I had another one. I had another one that I just came up with. I, I know he's not even on that that list you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was thinking if if we casted Principal Snyder. Oh, Principal Snyder. He was, you know, the the longest running principal. Yeah, after the one principal. Oh, yeah, I know who had cast Principal Snyder. Yeah, that one. Uh, Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> okay, I, I, I already see your your Mike, train of who, thought there. Who'd you take, Mike? I switched it up completely. Um, thought of somebody that you know was definitely a heel. I mean, Snyder was pretty much a bad guy. Yep. Um, but was always trying to impress the mayor and, you know, trying to, to get that upper hand and trying to promote themselves to looking good. I went with Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in that train of thought, I, I, li- I like the direction you were going. I wasn't expecting Vicky. So with that direction, 
Yeah, I'm gonna be Bobby the Brain Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I see like it. that. I like that. Let's go rapid fire on some of these. Um, how about how about uh, Kakistos? Kissing toast. Huh? <laughs> what? Kissing toast. What? Kakistos. The she was the one that was after. He was the one that was after Faith, right? <laughs> The, yeah, the yeah, cloven yeah. one. Yeah, the cloven one. I, I, Bray Wyatt would be my Kikistos. Uh, I don't know. I think Kikistos for me would have to be somebody much larger. I'm thinking, you know, that could possibly be like a Braun Strowman or a Big Show, or because I mean, he was Kikistos was a, a big, yeah, he big was. Dude. He was. I mean, Bray Wyatt's not <clears throat> small either. Oh yeah, yeah. Mo, who would you take? How, how about your Kikistos? Like a keystone. Really old. He was an old vampire. Right? A lot of power. So, uh, Mike Akistos is going to be President Jack Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. No, I said either, you know, Big Show or, oh, okay. or Braun Strowman. Um, how about the judge? I would pick Braun Strowman as my judge. Just a super yeah. huge dude. Uh,. It takes tons to beat him. Right. I mean, it took a fucking rocket launcher to kill the yeah. judge. Uh, Mo, how about you? Andre the Giant. <laughs> it would take a rocket launcher to beat him. Okay. Just put, you know, load Hulk Hogan into a rocket launcher and shoot him out at him. Here's an interesting one. Ethan Rain, he, he, who showed up many times over the seasons. Right. Trickster. Uh, He's another one that I thought William Regal could pull off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I... Because he was one that I considered, but I didn't want to. I tried to not use the same same character or same wrestler as a character. Um, somebody that's kind of conniving. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I think for me it'd be Eric Bischoff. That would be because he just seems very backhanded. You know, he would give you the spoilers to a TV show three minutes before it comes on. Um, yeah, he'd pull tricks on you, shit like that. That's what Eric Bischoff be my Ethan Rain. <laughs> that or Vince Russo, because he just comes Vince in Russo. And, because no, uh, ba- no. basically just off Vince of- Russo is Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say Vince Russo because Ethan Rain, every time he came in, whatever he tried, he just fucked shit up. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, what about you, Mo? Who would be a good Ethan Rain? Michael Cole. Oh man, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, how about Sweet, the one that brought us probably the second greatest episode of yeah. Buffy, the musical episode, Aiden English, and he was the freshest dressed demon ever. Yep, Aiden English for me. Okay. Uh, Mo, whenever you want to go, I'm, I'm still but thinking. Doctor, excuse me. I'm a mike how about you i thought uh just because you know he sang a lot but you know sweet danced throughout the whole episode basically i was going teddy long oh okay (laughs) (laughs) and he's not a sharp teddy long is a sharp pretty sharp dresser um let's see what are some of the what was the uh, vampire that buffy had to hunt without her powers in the house you gonna trick- go with that before Principal Wood? What? Season seven? Yeah, Principal Wood. He wasn't a villain, but oh, I remember him. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I'm not. Yeah, um, but who was the vampire? I don't it- remember his name, but 
again, that was the same actor that was Rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you pick to be that vampire? Uh, just because he was crazy, Dean Ambrose. Okay, that's a good pick. I like that. What about you, Mo? I don't know about the vampire, but as far as the Rack version, Raven. Oh, I like Raven. that. Raven would be a good r- Rack. And I, and I just I thought of another one instead of Dean Ambrose, which went Brian Pillman. Okay, there you go. Um, let's see, let's see. I, I don't think we could really do the gentleman because they just were. Hey, what about the chick that turned into a rat? Amy. 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 Oh, <laughs> I forgot about Amy. Um, hmm. Hmm. Someone, you know, she came and came. She came and went through the seasons. You know, she never was really around for a long amount of time. She's a good character, though. She was uh, the whole time. <laughs> she was just a rat. Um, man, I don't know. Mike, you go. I'll think about mine. Um, somebody that. See, Amy's arc was basically, she was kind of tortured, and you know, learned a power, and just ran with it. Uh. Who would be somebody that could? It's hard to relate anybody to. Oh, I know who I'd pick. Nikki Cross would be my Amy. Pull off the witchcraft. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ruby Riot. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For me, I just similarity and just you know height and not necessarily stature, but you know blonde and. Charlotte. Okay. Okay. She could, you know, cause some trouble and get out of there and then screw something up. And, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything, any other, um. Oh, that dude with the flappy skin. What was his name? Clem. Clem. Oh, oh was he the, va- <coughs> he was the demon that was like really nice to everybody though? Yeah. He was real nice and, but you know, he ate cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ate kittens. <laughs> Clem. Oh, That's Mick Foley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'll, I'll go with Mick Foley there. Um, um, I'm going to put a, a Josh Whedon, and since we had people play different multiple characters, my Clem is going to be my Ben. It's going to be Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You and your Kevin Owens hate. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Trying to think, really, as far as Monsters of the Week go, uh, can't really think of anyone else. Um, I mean, there was some great monsters, but it's hard to. Yeah, I mean, you have like Akathla that was a statue. You had the Bizor, um, Grimslaw demon, but those were CGI. Yeah, type things. <laughs> uh, the gentlemen, you know, they were just—they didn't say any damn thing. They just freaked me the hell out and that and that's probably the best episode of Buffy yeah that was my favorite um oh how about the other two initiative guys can we do those guys yeah I don't remember uh, their names uh no <laughs> I don't I mean I can picture them I oh uh, the one I, guy went and he was on heroes yeah that um he that would be uh let me see I would make him that'd be Apollo Cruz for me <laughs> and the other white dude would be Curtis Axel <laughs> okay 
<laughs> Mine would be Dean Ambrose and Shelton Benjamin. There you go. There you go. I like that. I like that. I didn't. Get, I wanted. I wish there was like a character. You know what? Because he could do. I think he could pull off the creepiness of this character. Dean Ambrose as Der Kinderstad. Oh yeah. Okay. And, and how about Linda McMahon? As Joyce. That's who that's, I thought of Joyce. Yeah, that's exactly. I meant. To, I never wrote it. Up, that, like we had talked about, right. Including Joyce, but I forgot to put her yeah, on the list. But Linda was the one I would easily. Yeah, easily. Um, let's see. Let's see. They don't have any sex traffickers on that show, so we can't book May Young. <laughs> you mean? I'm, I mean, uh, <laughs> Mula. Mula. Fabius Mula. Senos. Let's see. Uh, oh, hey, here we go. Jenny Calendar. Love interest Jenny of Calendar. Giles oh. for a while. Ooh. For me, Victoria. I could see that. I could see that. You know, um, you need you need someone that could. I don't know. That seemed like like we just thought she was a computer science teacher, and turns out she's also what like a gypsy witch or something. Right, kind right. of like a cross between a gypsy and a witch. Right. Part of a gypsy tribe. Do my what? My job is Nick Brockwinkle. So I could go with. Sensational sharing. As soon as you said uh, who you brought, uh, my Giles was uh, William Regal, so uh, Oksana would be. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Or Tajiri. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Linda, Jenny Calendar. Just because I don't have her on my show anywhere, Stephanie McMahon would be my Jenny Calendar. Okay. Just a smaller role, but, you know, she had a lot of impact because... He's managed to fit all the big names in his series. With Angelus snapping her neck, that was a very emotional moment. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, that's when we knew Angel, Angel was gone. The Angel we knew was gone. And so- how he, he set her up in Giles, you know, place. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, but just led the the rose petals up the stairs and just positioned her in the bed for Giles to find. How about Igon? Can we cast Igon? Uh cuz hmm. he was what the demon that was chasing um the uh Ethan Rain and uh Giles, right? Which one? Let I me think, see the picture uh, of him. I think that was him, right? Igon? Yeah. No, that's that's the chick. Which one was Igon? Igon, she was the uh, Buffy's roommate in college. That wasn't Igon, was it? That's who the picture is. That can't be right. Hold on. Because well, what was the name of the demon that um, was hunting Giles and the Ethan Rain and those guys? I don't know. Igon. Igon the Sleepwalker. Oh. I was right. Boom. Igon, the sleepwalker, was an ancient possessing demon known at least since the time of the Etruscan civilization where Igon's initiatives tattooed themselves with his mark in order to summon the demon. So maybe the picture is wrong. The picture is wrong because that's, that's her uh, her college roommate that played Cher all the time. Here, Here's Igon. Well, that's Igon. Here's a picture. It, well, you, you know who I'm talking about now. So I got, he's a possessing demon. So I guess he would look like different characters. No, that's that's Igon. See, that's it. Maybe she just he, she looks like that annoying ass chick. But that's that's Igon. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that annoying roommate. 
Sasha Banks. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not, no, no, no. I like Sasha too much to make her that chick. Um, uh, I don't know who I'd pick to be that roommate. Do what? What'd you say, Mo? Molly Holly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've gotten as much. Yeah, you had Dracula. I don't know. There's. I don't think there's anyone as suave enough that we could left that could pull off just being Dracula. Goldust. Who? <laughs> I was like Goldust. <laughs> Goldust. Oh. <laughs> no. No, he couldn't pull that off. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think I, I think we've gotten about as every character as we can get out of Buffy the Vampire. I had so much fun doing that talk, and I can't wait to get to others. I think next week we're going to try to knock out Lost. Um, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. That's not going to stop. So, Mike, Mo, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Mo, we'll start with a guest. Oh, superstar of the week. I'm going to go with the guy who can who totally destroyed Big Cass on SmackDown Live, Daniel Bryan. Good pick. <laughs> Good pick. Mike, how about you? Uh, I really don't know this week. I haven't. I've been preparing mostly for the Buffy uh, talk. Yeah, so. me, me too, but... Um, <laughs> I know uh, I'm going to go Seth Rollins. I'm uh, going, that, that's that where I was going to go because that IC title match yeah, was that pretty was, that awesome. that was a great match. Um, oh, actually, right back to Buffy because I, I know who I'd pick to be my rack. I wouldn't have actors doing the same role. My rack would be absolutely wonderful. <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> rack would be bad <laughs> like okay. bro- woken Matt Hardy right. too, showing Willow the ways of magic. Come Willow, speak to George Washington. Sit upon the of lawn. Your immortal soul is wonderful. Yes, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. My superstar of the week. I like both of your guys' picks. Um, you know what? She's got her first title match coming up. At Money in the nowhere. Bank. Out of nowhere, Ronda Rousey. Yay, Ronda Rousey. She apparently had a at a house show, she had a match, and she looked really dominant against Mickey James, and actually they said it was a pretty good match too. So Okay. Folks, we are gonna get out of here. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes while you're there. Leave us a five star review. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at oversell podcast, Facebook.com slash oversell podcast. You can head over to the website oversell podcast oversell pod pod.com and check out the Amazon link while you're there. Uh, you can also follow me. I am Derek D E R I C K O V E R S E L L at Wolf Mike twenty three. Mo, where can folks find you on the social media world? I am on Twitter at at Mo underscore Stegel. You may need to spell Stegel for him. It's S-T-E-G-A-L-L. And learn it well because I'm a star, baby. (laughs) Folks, you've been listening to the Oversell Podcast.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.